In case you missed it, check out this presentation from last year's best of the best in pediatric surgery. But also don't forget that the next best of the best in pediatric surgery is coming February 1st. We have societies participating from all over the globe. Register through the link below and prepare yourselves for a knockout event. See you there. First in the UPSA lineup, we have Dr. Collage, who's presenting on microRNAs in the amniotic fluid stem cell, extravascular vesicles, um, and their role in CDH. And then following that, we will have Dr. Tekant from uh, Istanbul University, who will share her take on this project. Thank you to the organizers for allowing me to present our work from Professor Augusto Zani's lab. I'm a postdoctoral fellow from SICKIDS. It is well known that hypoplastic lungs of babies with pulmonary hypoplasia secondary to CDH have impaired fetal lung growth and maturation. Several treatment agents have been administered prenatally, but none have been shown to fully rescue lung development. In search for a novel treatment, our lab is focused on the use of stem cell-derived extracellular vesicles, which are nanoparticles known to be the mediators of stem cell paracrine signaling. We recently reported the main results of our studies using FSCEVs on several models of CDH where we proved that their administration rescued the number of lung branches back to normal and improved fetal lung maturation as shown by rescuing the expression of several markers of cell differentiation such as surfactant protein C. When we investigated which molecules in the EV cargo were responsible for these effects, we found that the AFSC EVs contained several small RNA species, including microRNA 17 and 92 cluster, which has been reported in the literature to modulate fetal lung development. In fact, if you knock out this cluster, you can recapitulate pulmonary hypoplasia. With this in mind, we then sought to understand the different cellular processes that the AFSC EVs activate in hypoplastic fetal lungs. Among the various processes, we studied autophagy, which has been shown to be critical for lung branching morphogenesis, as shown by our collaborators. Many refer to autophagy as a recycling mechanism of cellular trash, so to speak, and this is because it's one of the key ways that cell survival is promoted. For our studies, we focused on two specific time points of lung development. We've established that autophagy is most impaired at the pseudoglandular and canalicular stages using the well-established nitrofen model of CDH. As you can see, reduced levels of Beclin-1 and ATG5, which are autophagy activators, and higher levels of sequestosome, which is an autophagy adapter, meaning the high levels of this gene indicate autophagy impairment in CDH fetal lungs at both of these stages. And interestingly, when we treat these explants with the AFSC-EVs, we see a restoration of these key genes at the pseudoglandular and canalicular stage as well. For our first aim, we wanted to look at whether microRNAs contained in the AFSC-EV cargo, specifically the microRNA 17-92 cluster members, are key players for the AFSC-EV beneficial effects that I showed you all. So first, we wanted to validate that the AFSC-EVs are indeed being taken up by the cells in our fetal lung explants. So we conducted fluorescent labeling of the RNA in the EVs and visualized them using two-photon confocal microscopy. As you can see in this video, we are indeed seeing the EVs being internalized by virtually all of the cells in the explants, including the fetal lung epithelium. We also determined that the activation of autophagy is localized in the lung epithelial compartment of the fetal lung microenvironment. For our experimental design, we conducted antagomere studies on the parental AFSCs, whereby we added inhibitors for both MIR-17 and 28, 
isolated the modified EVs, and upon validation, we administered them to primary lung epithelial cells. We see at the mRNA level that the knockdown of both microRNAs result in increased sequestosome, and there is also downregulation of Becklin mRNA, indicating impaired autophagy. We confirmed our findings at the protein level and also observed lower levels of LC3B2 protein, which is the active isoform of the autophagy cascade. Well, by now I bet you're all asking, well, are these findings clinically relevant in human CDH? I am very excited to show you results of our second aim, which is to investigate the autophagy in human hypoplastic fetal lungs. We established a human fetal lung explant model of pulmonary hyperplasia, whereby we obtained fetal lungs from healthy terminated fetuses from 15 to 19 weeks of gestation, corresponding to the late pseudoglandular and canalicular stages, and dissected them into small specimens, which were grown on nanopore membranes. For our experimental groups, we had some stressed or non-stressed with NSC and treated or not treated with human AFSC EVs. Here you can see remarkably that at the mRNA level, we are indeed able to recapitulate the main findings in the human model, whereby there is a reduction of Becklin 1 and ATG5 in the human hypoplastic fetal lung explants. And treatment with the human AFSC EVs results in restoration of these two key markers. And at the protein level, the results are even more striking. All three markers were dysregulated in the hypoplastic group and the human AFSC EVs restored all three of these markers back to control. In conclusion, we are very excited as this is the first study discovering an important mechanism in the CDH pathophysiology. Moreover, autophagy levels are restored with administration of the AFSC EVs, thus partially explaining their effect on branching morphogenesis. We have also delineated a key mechanism that autophagy can be targeted with microRNAs 17 and 20. Thank you to our funding sources and thank you for listening to my talk. Yes, hello everyone. Uh, thank you for inviting me to uh, discuss this very, very interesting uh, study uh, by Dr. Kaz Kalash from SickKids Toronto. This work focuses on evaluating autophagy, a key cellular mechanism responsible for cellular stress and survival in hypoplastic lungs throughout gestation and establishes whether extracellular vesicles from rat as well as human amniotic fluid stem cells can improve branching morphogenesis through autophagy-mediated mechanisms, including the microRNA cargo transfer. Uh, this study was done in three parts, where the first part they studied autophagy in the fetal lungs, uh, and then the second part they looked at the family of microRNAs. And the last and very, very interesting part of this project investigated whether autophagy impairment was observed in human uh, also uh, lung cells. And uh, what they do at the end of the study, when they put all findings together, they have been able to demonstrate that autophagy levels are dysregulated in fetal hypoplastic lungs from rats and humans. So I would like to congratulate, first of all, Dr. Kalaj and the Augusto Zani lab for providing insight to the future uh, uh, treatment strategies of CDH and would like to ask them what's next? What are you planning? What, how, what is the next step of your study? Because you've been continuing in such a long period. Thank you very One much, Takan, for the very encouraging comments. And 
um, it was an absolute pleasure to conduct this work. And, um, and so we have quite a few uh, next steps, as you can imagine. Uh, the first step uh, that we're actually currently uh, working on is looking at other key uh, cell mechanisms that are linked to autophagy. So one of these mechanisms is uh, the effect of ER stress, which is very closely interrelated with autophagy pathway. And so we're actively looking at uh, uh, whether uh, these AFSC EVs are able to exert an effect on this other related mechanism. Uh, another key aspect, um, which I didn't really touch upon in the presentation, but is very uh, interesting and active in the current field, is this key interplay between autophagy and extracellular vessels. And so what I mean by that is that um, there have been other studies uh, in other fields such as oncology, which have shown that the actual quantity of the extracellular vesicles released uh, when autophagy is impaired is actually different. And so we're looking at more functional studies as well to see uh, you know, what's going on in the hypoplastic fetal lungs in terms of extracellular vesicle that is produced endogenously as well. And so I, hope I answered the question. Thank you so much. This was, we are Thank out you. of time. The bell has rung, the round is over. We got to go on to the next, but that was uh, phenomenal. Uh, you know, the, you know, it's interesting because we've got some basic science, we've got some clinical, and we're going to see, you know, what is it that uh, that is going to be most practice changing. I think this is going to be huge in the future and uh, a very monumental study. Thank you for uh, presenting it. Any other comments that people have? Feel free to put them in the text and uh, the chat, so so uh, Dr. Collage can go and answer those for you. Uh, Brittany and Ellen. Brittany, did you have something to tell us? I sure did. We have a breaking news shakeup to our results from the last. What's poll. going so, on? <laughs> it's crazy. Anything can happen in in live events. So um, we actually have a tie in the final results between the perioperative opioid use in pediatric inguinal hernia and uh, the antisepsis in neonatal surgery. And so both will be in the running to be the best of the best. We just want to make sure that everyone stays tuned for the final results between these two clearly practice changing projects. Crazy. Last, last minute voting brought it equal to 40%. Incredible. Yeah. All right, Alan. Perfect. And it looks like Yupsa came ready for the fight with this first presentation. Really awesome work, Dr. Collage.